Welcome to How Did This Get Played Premium DLC. I'm Nick Weiger in a different place than Heather Ann Campbell. Hi, I'm Heather Ann Campbell sitting across the city from Nick Weiger uh, here in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, to my, let me think, I think you're to my like north left is our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Wow. wow. I never said that in my own apartment. <laughs> it, it it still was you know it, it still brought a smile to my face. I will say that I went to so we're you know obviously we're recording this under the lockdown and so you know food etc is limited to takeout and delivery only. I went to a I was running some errands trying to like you know like I was foraging basically in the apocalyptic hellscape we now live in and I was. I, I I ran some errands and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get a I'm gonna order some takeout and I'm gonna pick up some takeout, which I hadn't really done since this whole thing went down. Yeah. And I got to the counter burger, which is a a you guys know what fucking counter is. Yeah. And yeah. Here is what they have a notice in front of the door. Here is what the notice how the notice begins. Hello, everyone. Uh, what the fuck? In accordance with the city of Santa Monica, we are t- available for takeout and delivery services only, et cetera. But I saw hello, everyone, and like it stopped me in my tracks. Well, they're probably pretty glad they have their doors shut because I'd go in there and beat their asses <laughs> for stealing my phrase. Do you, do you think that uh, for the um, duration of this uh, quarantine, you should change your uh, catchphrase to Hell, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Hello from inside your home. (laughs) Hell, everyone. (laughs) Maybe too, maybe too sad. Might might make people too sad. Maybe too sad. (laughs) I will say um, when we were doing this, we tested this medium before we recorded. When we tested yesterday, you were the only people I had seen all day. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> wow. And then uh, a blank screen that just said Nick Weiger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't have my webcam set up yet. I have a a my gaming PC that I'm using that I've got a, a decent audio setup, but a, just the video component isn't isn't working. Uh, that will hopefully be resolved by the next couple times we record. But as of right now, uh, we are seeing Matt and Heather and Devin uh, and their their faces in this quadrant in the zoom app we're using and then it's just my like uh passport photo which i use as a thumbnail so it's just a still when when i'm talking it's the photo that they'll someday share on the news (laughs) (laughs) so while we are quarantined while we are in this setup and while many of you out there are, are quarantined and hopefully staying safe and hopefully soldiering through whatever's happening with your health and your family's health. Uh, we're, we're hoping that of course that everyone stays okay, but since some people will maybe have a little bit more time, we thought we would talk through some games to play while quarantined. Some of these are our recommendations. Some of these are things we're going to be playing ourselves, uh, but which is a little from column A, a little from column B. 
Heather, what was your approach when when compiling this list? Well, I have a, a I have a four pronged approach. Four pronged. Four prongs. Like a, four pronged approach, which like a is classic like, fork. Yeah, like a like a like a human's fork. And uh, yes, I, I use one of those. Yeah. So um, so my first quarantine game is well, I've been you know cooped up for a while. I wish that uh, I boy, this is fucking weird. I feel like I'm just talking to myself in my <laughs> in my in my room. Right. Um, not unusual. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Nothing, uh, no, no new territory here. Uh, but my first my first game pitch would be, you know, you've been cooped up for a while. Uh, you miss the great outdoors. And for me, one of the best outdoors simulator type games was Final Fantasy 15. And it wow. feels like if you haven't played it yet, not only did they finish the game after release, so all of the side stories, all of the game is complete now, but like the sense of uh, like nature that you get playing the game, camping, cooking those foods, I feel like that is one of the senses that I'm missing while not leaving my apartment here in Los Angeles. Um, not to mention hanging with your pals. Yeah, not to mention hanging with your pals. You gotta hang with your pals. Um, yeah, so, that's a big thing. I, I haven't played Final Fantasy XV. Love the Final Fantasy series. I, I, I just haven't played the latest one. But my my understanding is that the intra party relationships are a big part of it. it's like friends out on a road trip in some yeah, sense. It's friends out on a road trip camping, and I feel like the nature, this the look of the nature is sort of. Um, Muted, like it's not like a typical Final Fantasy game where every vista is crazy. It certainly doesn't look like Final Fantasy thirteen, where half of the game looked like it was made out of Swarovski crystals. Right, like it's just like it's just like nature. And if you have a PSVR, there is a fishing camping mini game that you can play, uh, where you just kind of sit at the edge of a lake and fish. And it's got a really good feeling. So wow, that's so that's one of my thoughts about like what game you should play while quarantined is like, oh, I should I should play like a like an outdoorsy game. Mm -hmm. I like that wreck because I think and I have some single player campaign ones on my list as well. But I think a lot of people's instinct is to go multiplayer. And certainly if the Final Fantasy series is Final Fantasy 14, there aren't Final Fantasy 11 official servers still going, are there? 11? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, there are. Okay. So you can still find uh, 11 servers to play on, but I, uh, I, I, a lot of people just don't respond to multiplayer gaming. I, I feel like sometimes I just want to do a single player game, and so it's nice to have a big long one you can sink your teeth into. Uh, I am going to say my first recommendation is along the lines with outdoorsy and social, you know... Animal Crossing New Horizons is is too obvious, I feel like. Everyone's yeah. probably already playing that right now. Mm -hmm. But my one that's that's akin to Animal Crossing, uh that's that's similar and <clears throat> a little bit more I you know, I haven't, I haven't as of this recording New Horizons I haven't played yet, so I can't really compare it to that edition, but you know, it, it's a, it's a little bit perhaps more it got a little bit more depth than the Animal Crossing games, and it's multi-platform. You're not, you don't have to have a switch to play it. Stardew Valley. I put over a hundred hours into Stardew Valley. Wow! You, you, you get to quest, you get to craft, you get to farm, you get to build relationships in the town, and and all that shit is just a fucking hoot. 
You, you make your own guy. You can romance somebody if you want. I got married. I I have a wife <laughs> in real life and in Stardew Valley. And it that relationship in Stardew Valley is going better. But <laughs> it both are satisfying in different ways. I will say that it's it's a it's a you can have kids. You can have children. Whoa. But also that so much of it is just like your grandpa gives you this farm and you're just living out your you you're just trying to live up to your grandpa's expectations. And I relate to that as well. It's just a great game. Every I feel like every different system is really well integrated. The game gets uh, gets upgraded a lot. It's all the work of one developer concerned ape, which is also a fascinating aspect of it of like, wow. OK, this this one person did all the arts, did all the design, did all the programming, did the music, did basically literally every aspect of crafting this pretty ambitious game that I've spent, again, over 100 hours in and just getting to to live out that one person's vision, live in that world they created, I think is also a, a satisfying aspect of it. So Stardew Valley, if you haven't played it, great time sink, a great one to, to make the days go a little bit faster and also to feel like you're outdoors when you're indoors. All right. That's awesome. I, that's a good pitch. That's a good pitch. How about uh, Abadaka, do you have any prepped? I do. I have a couple here and I was sort of thinking about uh yeah, being outside as well, but also perhaps being in a in a time that you might you you didn't get to experience. And I know this is this is about to go against everything that I believe, that you think wow. I believe, where I say space is better than old. Obviously, yes. look, there are some exceptions. In terms of like, I, I, I'd rather see stuff about space than hear about anything old only because my thought there is, I already, yeah, yeah, it happened. I already, I'm done with it. Show me the future. Show me what's going on, what's going to happen. But playing Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of, was one of the more satisfying experiences of my life. I loved that game. Wow. Good God. I loved that game so much. And just the, from a storytelling standpoint, one of the best, I think, game stories there's been in a while. And I like, cause some games I'm just flying through, not really thinking about what's going on, but they'd paint such a, um, like they give you such a, a picture of like what these guys were like, and like especially your main guy Arthur. Uh, he they tell such a compelling story within that, and then you can just go around doing whatever the hell you want. It's a it's an open world where you're a cowboy, and you can go around tipping your hat to everybody because you're not going to be doing that. That's probably what we should be doing right now. If you do see anybody, yeah, in the world, tip yeah. your hat, give them a howdy. I played a lot of poker in that game. Yeah, there's so many satisfying side things to do. You can go fishing, you can go hunting, you can just walk around, ride a horse. Did you a- have we talked about this on the show before? Did you kill the horses when instead of cuz like I would feel really yeah. guilty if I would kill somebody in the middle of the desert and then their horse would be there. And oh, and I yeah. was like, well this horse is just going to starve to death. And so I yeah. would kill the horses. <laughs> I would leave the horses be because I, my thought there was, yeah, I could kill the horse. I could easily kill the horse. But right. the, the horse is going to find someone else to ride. And sometimes if I didn't have my horse, I would just take their horse. Hmm. Even I though would, you can whistle for your horse, but if you're too far away, it's not going to come get you. 
My approach was I would just kill the horses. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Leave, leave the people. Yeah. Kill the leave horses. them to grieve. Just kill all the horses. <laughs> and there's a there's a pretty satisfying. I haven't dug too deep into the the online component of Red Dead Two, but there's like a pretty rich like story there as well. I think, and like there's like at least quests for you to do, and then you can just wander the old west. Tipping your hat to people. I, I'm a big hat tipping guy. You love tipping your hat. I love tipping my hat, giving them a nice howdy, everyone, and just just galloping away. And then you know, go hunting. Do go. There's like like a time traveler side mission in um, Red Dead. I think it's there's great stuff in the game, and it's a long, it's a meaty game. You can spend a lot of time in that thing. Oh yep. yeah, that's yeah. fair. Hey, uh, you know, speaking of tipping your hat, how about tip your delivery people? When they're bringing you food. And oh, speaking yes. of delivery people, Death Stranding <laughs> is, again, kind of an obvious choice. But I know yeah, it's yeah. on both your list and my list, Heather. Do, yes. do you want to talk about why you think you feel like Death Stranding is is a great game to get into now if you haven't yet? So I I, I tweeted something like, like this before, but I, I feel like when I, I've been trying to like watch television and movies and stuff yeah, uh, since we've been sort of cooped up, and everything feels... Like, it's from an entirely different universe. Like, it feels jarring and strange to watch people gather in big groups or go to cafes or, like, touch yeah. things, you right. know? Like, it just, it feels, like, unsettling to be constantly reminded of things you're not supposed to do. And also, like, it's it just, it feels like, well, none of this is relevant in the same way anymore, yeah, I had the same approach. I, I was watching this this uh, movie the other day, and just like all these dudes were just like naked with their dicks out and like jacking off, and I was like, "This doesn't. I mean, this doesn't feel like the world I'm living in now." <laughs> so I had to I had to turn it off. But I'm sorry. Please continue. But then you found one where everyone's standing at least six feet away from each other. Yeah, I right? found one where they had some more space between them. <laughs> That, it was diff, it was a difficult search to find a, a circle jerk with the appropriate radius, but <laughs> eventually found, eventually came across it. You got to search like COVID like sixty nine or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I feel like Death Stranding is a game that could be made. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll right past all that, guys. It's all you can um, do. Uh, I feel like Death Stranding is a game that could be made today and it would track. Like, it's yeah, a right. game about a guy who's afraid to touch other people. Uh, he delivers, he leaves deliveries outside of people's doors. Everybody is not, I mean, like, it's, it is, it's, it's now. I mean, it's, it's now. You leave it's, a delivery and you're interacting with someone's hologram. So, yeah. like, all you're seeing of them, you're never seeing anyone really except for a few moments in the game you're basically never seeing other people in person yeah uh, and, and, and that's that's not entirely true there there are other people that you see but not typically the people you deliver to and it's a and, and also it is just like you the infrastructure that is basically absent in this world is being filled by all these by these independent people, the porters who are going around and just basically bringing goods from one location to the other to the next. And and that's basically the world we're set up in now of just like we all need shit, but we don't have necessarily a way to acquire it. So we're reliant on people either 
supplying stores and us going to stores indirectly or people supplying us things directly. Like it, it just like what's happening in death stranding is what's happening in our world. Just in a slightly less grim, more grim way. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's less grim in the real world. Right. Right. We don't have, now. we don't have, Yeah. Well, the BTs will show up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, so, so, okay, so, we, so we've so we got, like, a game a game that simulates being out... We've got three games that simulate being outside. Yes. And then we've got, like, one game that kind of simulates this. And on that note, one my second game that I want to pitch... And I thought about, you know, The Last of Us, because I, I would tell anybody to play that at any given moment. Great game. Um, but, uh, but I think I'm going to pitch Plague, Inc., which mm. is a virus simulator... So if you're if you're looking to like go outside, great, here's some games. But if you're looking to like really sort of like get into the feelings that we're going through, like really get into that paranoia and anxiety and and like directly confront it, uh I feel like Plague Inc is a game where you create it's an iOS and and I think Switch game and Android and all that shit. It's everywhere. Like the virus. Um mm. And you design symptoms of a virus and your goal in the game, you're playing on the side of the virus, is to infect everybody on the planet. And so you're in a race against like the CDC and the WHO and all the individual governments. And uh, the better you do, the more ridiculous the um, uh, sort of news uh, scroll at the bottom of the screen is. Right. And at the time when I first played it years ago, it would be like Ireland cancels St. Patrick's Day parade. And I'd be like, that's that's funny. I guess it's getting serious. And then when I saw that actual headline, I was like, holy shit, this Whoa. is just like the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would go. Uh, I'd, my second suggestion for quarantine is Plague Inc. They should add some DLC where you can you have one of the organizations you have to best is Jared Kushner's crack team of public private <laughs> partnership. <laughs> it's the fucking president's fail son-in-law. God. Massively fucking up a crisis response. Hey, I got another one. <laughs> you know what makes the time pass? What? Better than any game series I've ever played, one that just what? makes the hours melt away and maybe that's what you're looking for. What? The Civilization series. Wow. And let me tell you, I like history. I, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. There are certainly 4X type games, uh, this this genre of turn-based strategy game that aren't historical if you want to go in a a different direction. But man, I just, I, I feel like the Civilization series and, you know, they're almost, they're, they're all available on various platforms. Six is the most recent one. Six, ha- as these games go, you get a couple of expansions and the games get patched and improved and balanced better. And that's, it's, Civ Six is in a very good state right now. I think my, probably my personal favorite entry of the series is four. And if you're looking for a cheaper jumping in point, you know, you can get Civilization Four, I think, for... I think Civilization Six is still full price. It's on sale sometimes, but you can get Civilization Four for like twenty bucks, Civilization Three for like ten bucks. So if you just want to take a flyer on one of these games and not bust your budget, anywhere in the series, 
it 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 goes up and down, but they they're they're by and large just very addictive, very playable, uh, and and very deep strategy games. I feel like probably just Civilization Six could get you through this, and and X plus expansions could get you through this entire quarantine if it clicks for you. Wow, wow, that All would right. be one endorsement. That, that sounds awesome. I yeah, I've never. Uh, that's for PC typically. That's for PC, but there is a switch. There, there are multi-platform okay. versions of of six. I know it's on Switch. I believe it's on PS4 and Xbox One. So if you don't know what it is, it's it's basically you're taking charge of an empire. So let's say Sumeria, yeah, or, or you know you could play you could play whoever England, uh, Ethiopia, and you go back in and you start in the BC era. Uh, it, in the uh, ancient sort of day when you're dealing with roving bands of barbarians and then you gradually upgrade your tech and expand your civilization, grow your cities, grow your borders, grow your empire, uh, and, and then try to either win by dominating the globe, by, by, by conquering the other, uh, uh, the other civilizations risk style, or there are other ways to win if you're more of a builder than a brawler. You can, you know, you can win a, a science victory by launching a space probe and and having that uh, go to. It's, it's a different win condition wow. in different games, um, and uh, or you can or their culture victories you can have that have been added in later iterations. Uh, so some of the, the in a one of the recent ones, I believe it was four, it might have been five. They added religion, which is a fascinating aspect, and it's in it's it's implemented in a way that's not like at all. Uh, offensive or you know it's like imp implemented in a very delicate way where no one religion has specific advantages over another inherently they're just bonuses that you can apply uh, so awesome. yeah it's, it's really well done I, I fucking I fucking love the uh, the civilization series that's great yeah, yeah. alright well maybe I'll play I'm not I'm not gonna play that <laughs> it's fine it's for different with different people have different tastes I tried playing it and I was like okay uh, okay, I, I guess I understand this. And then I got it for iPad and I bought, like, it's it's kind of pricey on iPad and I tried it that way and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I get this. Um, it didn't ever hook me, but I've just, I've just shit on your game for no reason. No, I don't <laughs> people, care. People are going to like that game. They're going to like it and they're going to play it. And then they'll be like, thanks, Nick, for... For for telling us about civilization, I played Plague Inc. and had a panic attack. Um, <laughs> some people will like it, some people won't. They, you know, people have different tastes and uh, different genres click with people in different ways. I we we're texting about this a little, Heather, and and you know, Animal. We're recording this basically on Animal Crossing Eve. Matt and I are very excited. You're a little yeah. tepid about it, and uh, I I think that, that Animal Crossing is one of those games that just exposes both the pointlessness of gaming and the illusion of productivity. And so it, but it's, and for some people that is like freeing and that is like fun and, or you can just look past it and it doesn't matter. And for other people, it's a complete roadblock towards getting uh, attached to it at all. I think civilization is a similar sort of thing because it's basically just like a, a set of rules that you're playing through and there's no, you can win a, a game, but it's not like you ever complete a campaign or anything like that. So yeah. it, it's again, it's just a pastime more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm, you guys are real excited about, um, animal crossing and I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's pre, it's ready to go. We're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. did I just spoil? Pumped. 
I'm we're gonna pumped. we're gonna talk about the game. I hope my best friend, it. the red duck named Ketchup, is in the game. We're gonna yeah. find out. We're gonna find out very soon if Ketchup is a presence. Yeah. I uh I <laughs> yeah, I, I I look at the trailers and I'm like, yep, it's the same fucking thing, I guess. Yeah. It's just like wandering why does it need a sequel? Like why can't also, they just update it a bunch? Yeah. Well, yeah, in Pokemon, there are new creatures and new worlds and new challenges. Like, I understand why Pokemon is updated. Animal Crossing looks like it's the same house, same fucking bells. Like, why 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 update it? This one you're on an island. Yeah, you're on a new there, there's new there's new systems added in each iteration. Uh I believe that Nook Miles are are a new addition to this series. Yeah, and I'm very excited to as someone who likes to get credit card and hotel and airline points. Although all those are fucking worthless now, uh, because we're all you know <laughs> we can't leave we can't leave our domiciles. But as someone who likes to collect those, I'm very excited to co- that that system is implemented in a video game. I can collect Nook Miles and figure out how to exploit those. Great, and you can visit your friends, yeah, islands, you your friends. And stuff. That's what, gonna what be a, cool. What a hoot it'll be. Hey, uh, I have a, let's uh, let's get some more recommendations before we wrap up here. I, I wanted to throw out a couple that actually, you know, I'll throw these all out as in the same sort of category of games for people who don't nec- who aren't necessarily gamers. And maybe mm. that's someone you're currently, it, it, you know, maybe that's your your spouse or significant other you're living with. Maybe that's a roommate. Maybe that's just someone uh, in your family who you're you're locked down with. And uh, the, my recommendations here would be one is Pagel. That's a game that is a is a uh, it's a puzzle game. It's kind of akin to Pachinko. Uh, that is very fun and very visually satisfying. It runs on everything and it really look for Pagel Deluxe. Look for the first one. That's really the only one that's a, that's any good. The sequels had fucking macro transactions and shit, so they're worthless. Black. But but Pagel is is I feel like a really good choice. And the other one, and we talked about this a little bit, this isn't one I've played a ton, but it's one I've seen people, I've played some and had fun doing it, and I've seen people playing it more now that we're in this lockdown state, and I think it's a great social game that you can play online. Uh, Quiplash. Quiplash, Mm -hmm. the Jackbox game where it's just about, you know, basically crafting witticisms on the fly and trying to satisfy an audience of onlookers or the other players you're with. And I, I think just like it's, it's again, something that maybe you have a friend who lives in another state that you or lives in the same city and you can't see them. Uh, but this is a way you can connect with them if they're maybe not a gamer or not someone who, it, you know, would would hop on a, a WoW Classic server with you. Yeah. Last last night, um, my girlfriend's friends joined us uh, via Zoom, which is like a video conferencing uh, thing that we're, we're using right now. We're using it right this, now. This yes. podcast. If you want to give uh, us uh, an advertisement for the main feed, Zoom do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we used Zoom and screen shared and all played Quiplash because they're all non-gamers also. Uh, and um, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, my, seems pretty my, fun. My last uh, quick pitch. <laughs> what was that, Matt? I said it seems pretty fun. It is. It is. You'll, I, 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 I mean, I guess I could invite you. Do you want to? I don't have time tonight, but yes. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> Um, Matt has the world's biggest shit-eating grin right now. <laughs> Just sitting there cackling. <laughs> Look, I'm having fun. This, you guys are uh, some of the only people I've seen this week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Desmond. 
uh, from Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're all Desmond now. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen it. Lost? Yeah, should I watch it? I don't think you'll like it, Nick. (laughs) Do you think I'll find things to complain about? Yes. Yes. Mm, Got it. Okay, yeah. So maybe you will like it. (laughs) I mean, the first season is great. The first season of Lost is great. It's great. I'm I'm um I'm afraid to say what I'm about to say. Mm, boy. I think Lost is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Wow. That's fine. That's I, like I don't that. I think yeah. it has one bad season. And then some that are just okay and then I think two like incredible seasons. It I mean the first season of Lost is incredible. Yes, that's it's one incredible. of the two. Yeah. yeah. And then season 4 is I think a perfect season of TV. It has one of the best episodes of TV in it, the constant. And, um, yep, yep. it, that, cause they, they, that was when they decided that they were gonna, um, end the show. Right. In a couple of years. So then they just really started focusing. Yeah. And that season is incredible. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, do we, do we need to tell, say any more games? I, I feel like, We've told people to play these games, and we've also told them to watch Lost. Yeah, yeah, watch, watch Lost, Lost. Watch all six seasons of Lost available on Hulu. Um, I, I mean, I have one recommendation. It's, or it's kind of Ooh, basic, though. Uh, I mean, it's, this is like a no-brainer, but if you have a Switch or a, like a, a Switch with Nintendo a Switch Online, Mario Kart is a perfect friend game if, they, if you have a bunch of friends on uh nintendo switch that have uh that also have mario kart because the impulse is right now is to play games and you don't want to just do that necessarily by yourself the whole time so if you have a bunch of i know nick just gave a bunch of game recommendations for non-gamers but if you have gamer friends try to play games with them and then like it's mario kart's as good of a game to play with anybody you can play that by yourself you can play that with strangers online you can play it with your friends i think that's what i'm gonna be doing a bunch playing a bunch of mario kart all right. Yeah, those yeah. sort of comfort food games I think are great at, at yeah. times like now. And yeah, you probably grew up with Mario Kart, or you know, it it, it has a presence in your past. And so yeah, if, if you, even if you haven't been keeping up with it, a good a good series to return to. I'm gonna give one more a uh, big meaty game. You want a big meaty campaign to get through? Because I feel like that's the maybe the one thing that I haven't mm-hmm. given in my list yet, outside of Death Stranding uh, from Heather and me. One of my favorite games of all time. PC RPG, hardcore, but a fucking excellent story. Just you, like a fucking, it's like the one of the best fantasy novels I've ever read. If in you game fucking form. say Skyrim, Skyrim. Wow. <laughs> no, no. That my my answer is, but no. My my recommendation: Planescape Torment Enhanced Edition. Wow. Yeah, the player character is the nameless one. Uh, your your uh, the the party member who's with you most of the way is a talking skull. It's so fu- it's a fucking weird ass world that you live in. Uh, you're in the city of doors, and you know th- there's just like so much fucking weird shit happening. Um, Ooh, you know a a, a a mage called Jumble Murder Sense who cursed somebody so that he has his butthole where his mouth is. Just oh like God. fucking insane shit throughout. <laughs> but the story is awesome. And it's so gripping and it's so... It, it, it's just so unlike other games that I'd played up to that point that it really connected me with me when I played it at launch. Again, a super long, sprawling, very meaty campaign that will take you... Uh, dozens of hours, if not a hundred hours, to get through. 
highly recommended. Don't be afraid to use a guide because it's got some systems that are a little bit, it's, it's D&D derived, but it's not a full AD&D system. It's, it's got its own rule set. So, you know, uh, uh, maybe a, kind of akin to Fallout. So don't, don't be afraid to use a guide to figure out how to get started, to figure out how to progress. Uh, but the story is just fucking wonderful. And it's just a magnificent game I would recommend to anyone who likes RPGs. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah that it's sounds very good. Fucking batshit, dude. Does um, he poop out of his mouth? I mean, you don't see that. It's just uh, oh. it's just implied. And that's all. That's a small thing. That's like a side, uh, oh. like a one of many many side missions in the game. It's it's small, yeah. but it's all I've been thinking about since he said it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> it do you stuck think, with me. Do you think he makes a sound when he poops out of his mouth? Does he go like? Ugh. <laughs> Uh, or is it silent? Uh, I think it's like a <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it feels good. Oh no, no, no. Uh hey, a few a few other wrecks while I've got everybody. Uh just rip through these real quick. Uh Hentai Girl Karen, Hentai Most Wanted, uh Hentai Girl Linda, Mini Hentai Puzzles, Hentai Neighbors, Hentai Area 51, Hentai versus Furries, Hentai Loot Box Simulator, Kill the Hentai, Hentai Minesweeper, Goddess of Hentai, Hentai Harem, Hentai Girls, Mosaic Puzzles, 3D Hentai, Blackjack, uh Hentai Story, Cleopatra, and Hentai Crush Uncensored 18 Plus. Check all those out. You didn't uh, even also, read that off a list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just closed my eyes. <laughs> well, your eyes were open, but they were rolled back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, we're going to have more premium. How did this get played? Premium DLC, as well as regular episodes coming. The content fountain will not be turned off. You guys will still have things to put into your ears coming from me <laughs> and Heather and Matt and Devin. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, hopefully that will give you a little bit of something to occupy yourself while you're working from home or, you know, a, a, one of the brave souls who's out there working in sanitation or, or in he- public health or at a grocery store. Uh, yeah. uh, God bless all of you people. God bless or, you guys. Thank all of you. And uh, hey, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED. That's 616-275-2933. Yeah. I I also wanted to plug Cave Story. I wanted to tell people to play Cave Story. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Cave Story. So play play Cave Story. It's a game that takes place uh, completely underground and it's uh, a pixel-based shooter uh, with RPG elements or story uh, with great music. And it's a little lonely, but I love it. That's it. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> and he signed off. He just. He's gone. He clicked off. He like shut down his computer and then left. Well, that'll do it for uh, How Did This Get Played Premium DLC. We'll see you next time. Bye.